This podcast is brought to you by Comedy Central's Roast Battle. What's a roast battle? Imagine the perfect combination of stand-up comedy, rap battles, and professional wrestling all in one place. Join Brian Moses and DJ Coach T for Roast Battle, the podcast, as they bring you weekly live battles from the world-famous comedy store in Hollywood, as well as behind-the-scenes interviews with the industry's best comedians. Subscribe now and leave a joke of your own when you rate and review. This week's podcast is brought to you by Toyota Untold. Toyota isn't just a car company, and the new podcast Toyota Untold isn't just about cars. It's about finding solutions. It's about triumph, facing fears, celebrating life, and rethinking what's possible. In Toyota Untold, you'll hear behind-the-scenes stories about what drives the team members of Toyota and keeps them there for so long. From concept to production, you'll discover what goes into designing for the future. You can find Toyota Untold right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. That's right. We're doing it on time. (laughs) I can't welcome you guys appropriately because I have a wicked sore throat right now. Yeah, you better get over it. I'm sitting here with my Dunkin' Donuts chocolate milk in hand and sucking on some Sepacol. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping that I'm halfway decent for the live podcast tomorrow. Yeah, you'll be good now. Rashawn brought me home this concoction from Rite Aids. I got liquid chloroseptic, chloroseptic lozenges, Mm -hmm. sepacol. He brought home all different kinds of teas. He got me this hot chocolate. Thank you, baby, for taking care of me. You better suck it up, too. I better suck it up. You better suck it up. Okay, I'll suck it up. Well, if you don't know, tomorrow, of course, is our live <laughs> podcast. I like that. Suck it up. You're getting a little nasty with me. I didn't. I didn't mean uh, yes, you did. Now, our live podcast is tomorrow. Um, uh, shout to everybody that's coming to the live podcast. We only did 100 people. And that was because it was our 100th episode. So we wanted to do something special. So shout to everybody. People are hitting me already. They're in town. Some people made it a weekend. So shout to you guys. We're going to have a lot of fun. Now, for everybody else, we're also doing another podcast, February 18th Live. There were so many people that wanted to go to this podcast that we wanted to make it a special event and real VIP and real closed and only 100 people. It just signifies a lot. just to make it intimate. Right. Intimate is the word. So we're doing another podcast, February 18th. More seats, more people. It's not going to be the same thing. So if you want to go to both, that's fine. Uh, it's February 18th. I know last week I told you it was on Ticketmaster, but it's on Ticketmaster right now. Don't yeah, blame me. Yeah, there was me. a glitch last week. Yeah, there was a glitch last week, but it is up right now. You can go to Ticketmaster.com. Tickets are limited. It will go. It will sell out. So make sure you get your tickets now. February 18th, Gia and I will be in the building, and we look forward to seeing you guys. Yes. All right. Now, um... Let's start this podcast. First, um, Gia has no idea what we're talking about. And you know, if you just join in a podcast, we talk about everything that goes on with us, our life, relationship problems, uh, relationship things that are great. We talk about so many different things. And I just wanted to talk about teamwork. That was the big secret. Before we started the podcast, I said, all right, babe, so give me an idea. What are we talking about today? He was like, don't worry, just go with it. Yeah, well, it's and, teamwork. And I thought it was going to be something that was going to blow my mind. Teamwork. No, it's it's teamwork. And and let me okay. ex- let me explain. Now, um, next month is Gia's birthday, right? February first, Gia's birthday. She has a, a milestone of a birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, she turns forty. Woo-woo. Now, my baby don't look nowhere near forty. She looks like she's nineteen, twenty, <laughs> twenty-one. But she turns forty. I wouldn't say all that, but <laughs> you do, and um. I would say that 
February is a busy, busy month for me mm-hmm. for as as me being a DJ. And if, if you don't like if you don't know, like it's big because it's February is the first weekend in February is usually Super Bowl. Right. And Which this is usually my birthday weekend. Mm-hmm. The second week of February is usually uh, Grammys. Mm-hmm. Third week is Valentine's Day slash All Star, mm-hmm. and then the week after that is usually CIAA, which are all big tournaments and all big things that in entertainment is just big big things. So all the time during you know during Gia's birthday, you know I'm usually traveling or we're usually traveling for Super Bowl. So this year for her first for the first, you know, it was either travel and make a, a, a rack loads of money. And people will be like, well, you always make money. But it's, you know, it's it's good to get money while you're hot, right? Or it was celebrate Gia's birthday or try to figure something out. So I was busting my butt trying to figure out what to do and this, that, and the other. So I came up with this idea. I said, you know what? I want to do something special for Gia's 40th, right? So, I mean, I'm still doing something special. and we. Oh, are you? Yeah, you still got some some cool stuff coming. I, yeah. I can tell you now. Wait, wait, wait. Just go ahead. I didn't mean to interrupt. Okay, so what my... I thought we were dead papito, so that's why I'm like, okay, go ahead. I'll well, what I finish. wanted to do, we're, we're dead papito. But anyway, let me explain it. So, what I said I was going to do was, uh, my friends at the Barclays Center, I wanted to rent out the Brooklyn Nets Arena, the Barclays Center, and have a dinner on Center Court. Mm-hmm. for your 40th. I thought that would be great and thought that would be amazing. The only problem is that what I had was one, February 1st, of course, we're in Atlanta. But then I said, okay, well, maybe we could do it the day before, the day before. But what happens is the Nets aren't playing. The hockey team is playing. Mm-hmm. The island is so the wood pause won't be down <laughs> only the ice will be down right. so we can't they have to ice the floor all right so it's ice so they can't we can't have a dinner on ice right i mean i don't know if we can I, that would be kind of cool and cold but we can't <laughs> so that idea was scrapped then i wanted to go away but we have all these events all week mm-hmm. long so i called we travel all february we travel all february so i called again i'm like babe you know your birthday's coming up um I'm really, you know, killing myself. I'm about to cancel all these shows because I want to celebrate your birthday. And, you know, I have all these parties. And she was like, um, well, let me tell you this. <laughs> you know, all star, you know, let you know, you know, Super Bowl and all star. We make a grip out there. <laughs> and, you know, we can celebrate my birthday another time. <laughs> Let's get this bread and then we could go celebrate my birthday. And I respected that. I was like, that's a team play because a lot of people in a lot of relationships are like, no, it's my birthday and I want to celebrate on my birthday. But mm-hmm. when you told me that, first it made me realize that me and you are the same person. <laughs> it really made me realize like, we're going to go get this bread first and then we're going to celebrate the birthday. But that's how we are. And I, I just wanted to say that I could tell we're a team player because a lot of people would be like, no, you know, it's my 40th and I want to make it special and I want to do this and do that. You were like, well, how much we getting paid? <laughs> Right, fuck that. We, we, we'll celebrate the birthday after. Or we'll celebrate the birthday another time. And a lot of people in a lot of relationships. We'll celebrate the birthday in April. In April. <laughs> I don't care. In March. No, but it's, but that's the thing. I mean, I, you know, it's still the fact that you were thinking that way and shows me that, you know, it's a team play. It's about our relationship and our family and what we're trying to build. Mm-hmm. It's not you being selfish and be like, well, it wouldn't be selfish because you have all right. It is your birthday. It's not you being selfish and saying, well, it's my birthday. This is what the fuck I want to do. I'll, I want something special. You were like, all right, well, let's fuck it. And, and But you do that <laughs> on that date. You do that on Valentine's. We do that together because we still celebrate and we still have our special moments. But 
if there's other things that come up, it, it doesn't. No, that's your phone. What time it's is Logan. it? Logan. I'm sure it's your son. Hold on one second. Hey, boo boo. Hey, mommy. What's up, baby cakes? Oh, she's here, sweetie pie. No, she's outside. She's outside. She went to pick him up. Well, she's wait outside his school. Right? Outside of school. She's yeah. outside your school. Oh, uh, I didn't. See- no, she's out there. She left yeah, 15 she's minutes there, ago. You got out at 11:30 today, right? Yeah, I did so bad. So bad on what? Oh, he had a midterm today. Oh, okay. Well, tell us when you get on. Okay, We're taping the podcast. Taping the podcast. I just didn't want to send you to voicemail in case okay, it was let me important. Tell you one more thing. Oh boy, what? here you go. What? I, I was there was an inspection, right? And it was equation. Logan, baby, baby, we're taping baby, the podcast right now. That I'm taping a podcast right now. The whole Not world, really. the world, Goodbye. the whole world can hear you right now. You're on speaker. Oh, hi, world. <laughs> Goodbye. Tell me how you bombed your test later, okay? Okay, bye. I love you, baby. Bye. bye. There was a whole, there was a section. Boy, didn't I just tell you we're taping a podcast? No, a thought doesn't run through his mind without him calling me to tell me. I know. Okay. I know. This is like the third phone call I got from him today and it's only 1130. I know. All right. So um, back to what I was saying, you know, I respect it because you really, you really think about family and that's what a relationship is about. It's, it's thinking about the overall picture. Now, you know, we will celebrate your birthday. It just won't be February 1st, which is your birthday date. We're going to be flying on February 1st. Yeah, we're going to Atlanta. So Atlanta, we'll be in Atlanta. Right? So uh-huh. we'll be celebrating in Atlanta, but we won't get the extravagance. I just made that word up. That was definitely a made up word. I made a word extravagance or extravaganza? Which one were you going for? The, the, the big shit. The extravaganza. The extravaganza. <laughs> so we won't get the extravaganza that I necessarily wanted. But, you know, we're still going to do something. What I decided to do is, uh, I, I don't know if I mentioned it or maybe I didn't. You're going to tell me? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, what I decided to do is you turned 40. So throughout the whole year, I've been collecting things that I think that you like. And I collected 40 of them. Hmm? So I'm going to give you 40 things that I've collected presents for your birthday. Really? So you have to open it before you leave because I can't. I'm not carrying forty <laughs> presents on the plane, but uh-huh. you know, forty things for your birthday just to represent forty being your birthday. I'm going to give you forty dollars. <laughs> everything's going to be forty. So I get an envelope of forty bucks. Forty bucks. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> it's going to be it's going to be a lot of. Uh, oh really? A lot of fun. Well, what time's our flight on Friday? Our flight leaves, I believe, at twelve or one. I have to change the flight, but it was supposed to be twelve, but I think I'm going to change it to one. Oh, okay. Well, then we could do it that morning. Yeah, we could do it that morning. Well, I got to go to work. So you got to come with me to work at five o'clock oh, in the morning. Oh, then I can do it that day. Yeah, that, do it we got to go straight. Okay, so the night before. So we could do it at midnight. Right. Do you have a show on Thursday night? No. Okay, so midnight. Yeah, so we'll do it midnight, Thursday oh, night. Oh, that's so, so sweet. I just want to say, you know, for people out there, like, I just thought that was amazing that you didn't think of yourself or didn't think of this is what I should do. You thought of the whole unit and the whole family. Well, this is how I feel about that. I mean... Birthdays, anniversaries, all of those, yes, they're special occasions and they deserve to be celebrated. Uh And I enjoy celebrations, but I can do without a celebration. Right. To be honest with you, Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not a big birthday person. Like, oh my gosh, it's my birthday. The world has to stop and everybody has to make much of me that day. I have friends that are like that and Mm -hmm. we make much of them that day. And I love to do that for them. But for me... For instance, if someone doesn't call me on my birthday or they forget, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say I don't care, but I don't really care. You know, it doesn't hurt my feelings. I understand that people have busy lives and things going on Mm -hmm. and you just may not be present that that day 
was your friend's birthday. You might realize two days later and then be like, oh my gosh, I forgot to call, but I will do everything I can to make you feel okay that you didn't call me on my birthday. Right. That's perfectly okay. With you, Mm -hmm. Rashawn, I know that you will give me the world. Uh I know that you will go to the ends of the earth to do things that are special, to make me feel appreciated, to make me feel loved. And for me, knowing that is enough. Right. It doesn't actually have to happen. Mm -hmm. On that day, if we spent the day in bed with the remote cuddled up under the covers, I would be just as happy as though you threw me a huge party with all of my favorite people and loved ones, etc. For me, as long as I'm with you and we're together and we share the day, Mm -hmm. that's really enough for me. Right. And that's my personality. You know what I mean? And I understand people that, you know, love a big deal to be made. But for me, even though it's a milestone birthday, I'm fine with whatever we do. So if we're traveling and, you know, we get down there, if we just go to dinner with whoever we're down there with and they bring me a cupcake at the end, like that's fine, you know, Mm -hmm. but even more so for you, I'm going to be honest with you. I was really worried about your stress level because this is a crazy time for us. We just got over Christmas Mm -hmm. and then you're immediately planning this podcast, the February podcast. You have the real estate seminar on Sunday. Right. Then you have all of this traveling every weekend in February. And yes, you have an assistant, but you really kind of take the bull by the horns and you plan everything yourself. Correct. So it's a lot going on on top of all the the shows that you're doing, Mm -hmm. on top of the Breakfast Club, on top of the fact that you just got back from South Africa a day and a half ago. You're always moving. You're always shaking. So for a person like you who does so much, who's responsible for so much and never complains to have to, on top of that, plan an extravaganza Extravaganza. for your your wife's 40th birthday and pull that all together and make sure that it's amazing and memorable and a huge deal. And you have to get all of my friends and friends to fly in and go through all of that. To be honest with you, it's too much. 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 It's too much on your shoulders. And I don't want you to have that stress. I don't want you to feel like you have to do something spectacular. Like, I just want to be with you that day. Oh, and, and I that's respect it. that. And I love you for that. I love I you. I absolutely positively love you for that. And thank you. And I just thought that was a, a, a team moment. And I was like, wow, you know. Most people would have been like, oh, that's dope. Yeah, she's going to get yeah, they're going to get the bread. But no, nah, that was a team moment. That's a special day. And the fact that you sacrificed your day and was like, no, we're going to go out there and we're going to have fun. But we'll celebrate the right way later on. And I respect that. And thank yeah, you. Yeah, whichever way. Thank you for even saying that. I love you. I love you, baby. <laughs> and, you know, what else I want to talk about before we get into the emails? Is um yeah the mic that mic wire is broke and I gotta go get another mic. Oh, wire. is that what's going on with yeah, my mic? I just throw it into the. Do um, I sound strange to you guys? No, you don't sound strange. It's just a little hum because the wire is a little dead. But oh, okay. As long can as you they hold, hear the hum? Or no, nah, as long as you hold it like that, it's good money. Okay, go ahead. Um, you know what else I wanted to talk about? What's that, baby? And and this is for people out there in relationships that have children. Um, you know, sometimes when you do things wrong, it's good to be checked, and um. You checked me before I went to Africa, right? Madison and Logan, and this is something I don't understand, and I had to ask. I had to ask on air about brothers and sisters getting along, right? 
Because mm-hmm. I was like, yo, they argue all the time over stupid things, but then they can argue on Monday and then Tuesday they're in bed with each other watching television. I was like, it's the weirdest <laughs> shit. Oh, wait, you talked about it on The Breakfast Club? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And um, people were like, yeah, I hated my brother till I went to college and got back. And then after that, we were cool. Like people were like, I hated my brother until we, till we graduated from college. I hated my brother. I hated my sister. And I was like, shit. Mm-hmm. I was like, you know, I'm an only child, so I never understand. So, um, right before I went to Africa, Logan and Madison got into it with each other. Mm-hmm. I asked uh, Madison to pick up Logan from school for me, and then when he picked her up, when uh, she picked him up, when she picked him up, she said Logan wasn't nice. Mm-hmm. She said Logan didn't say thank you. It just wasn't nice. So I called Logan in the room and I blacked out on Logan, screamed at him, yelled at him. Ah, you told you know your sister didn't have to pick you up. She she did me a favor and to pick you up. You should have asked. You should have you know thanked her. If not, you'd have been waiting outside in the cold for an hour. You know the stuff that fathers say. Mm-hmm. And um, and I yelled at him and I told him I told both of them and y'all can't get along. Get out and I kicked him out the house. Right. Mm-hmm. Kid, not kicked him out the house. Kicked him out the room. Um, and you were like, and and then I was like, you know, it was a good cop, bad cop. I was like, you know what. Babe, I was like, you know what? Go go in there and talk to them and get their vibe. <laughs> and, you know, we play good cop, bad cop as parents. And you went in there and spoke to them. And you came back and it was like, you know, I spoke to both of them. Separately. Separately. And, you know, I kind of understand where they're coming from. And I was like, what do you mean? And you was like, you know, Logan was mad and said that before you even asked what happened, you were yelling at him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, because he was wrong. Right. And, and I had an attitude and he was like, no, well, you know, I kind of get what he says to stand up. And I was like, well, I'm not apologizing. Then mm-hmm. I, and then, you know, and he was like, well, you know, you should really think about it. I was like, all right, I'm out. And then I had to fly to Africa mm-hmm. on the flight to Africa. It's a 15 hour flight. It was a much longer conversation between us. Yeah, it was much that, longer. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, I really wanted you to apologize. Right. Mm-hmm. So when I got back, you know, you was like, you know, you should really take Logan out to lunch and you should have a conversation with him. He was like, you know, you guys don't bond like you used to because he's always at practice and you're always, you, working. You're always working and, you know, you don't really bond like him. And I was like, all right. So when I got back, um, I got back from Africa and I got back on a Monday and it was Martin Luther King Jr. Day and the kids were off and you ran out for somewhere. I think you had a doctor's appointment. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I called both Logan and Madison into the room and I had a conversation with them. I didn't even tell you. I was about to say, you didn't even tell me. Mm-mm, I had a conversation with them. And the first thing and I they did, didn't even tell me. Mm-mm. Oh, maybe because since you got back, we've been kind of bunned up. So I haven't really been on top of them like I usually am. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. So I, um, I pulled them both to the side and I said, first of all, Logan, I said, I want to apologize to you in front of Madison for, um, and, I, and I said, not for how I reacted. I said, I want to apologize for not asking you what happened. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know, that's when I was wrong. I said, you know, <clears throat> I automatically took Madison's side because Madison told me first. Right. I said, you know, Madison came and complained and I was just mad that she did me a favor and you didn't necessarily. You, you wasn't grateful. Mm-hmm. And he said, but I was wrong. I told him, I said, but I was wrong for that. I said, I should have made my decision based off what you said, or I should have asked you for what happened first. And I said, I was wrong for that. And I said, what really, you know, bothered me was I can remember being in school and I get punished for something that happened and a teacher not asking me what happened first. I said, or, you know, I get in trouble for something and somebody just saying, so what's your side of the story or what happened? You know, and I said, I didn't do that with you. 
And I said, I apologize for that. Mm-hmm. I said, I, I my, what I should have did was, Logan, your sister said this. So let me ask you what happened. Mm-hmm. And then I should have said, okay, I heard your side. I heard your side. And then whatever I did from there or, or the conversation I had or the punishment that came or the, you know, the talking that we did should have came from that. And I said, because of that, I apologize. <laughs> and he was like, no, he was like, no, I understand. I said, but you also have to understand, you know, you and your sister never get along. No, it's not that they never get along. They don't, they don't get along sometimes. Right. They don't get along sometimes, but they'll be all up on each other, watching movies, talking, playing, laughing, joking, play fighting, and everything right after. The point is that they argue a lot. Right. Right. But the, the and this is uh and this is something that you little girls do. <laughs> Madison is like my bestie. Mm-hmm. She plays to daddy well. Right. She is comes and gives daddy her hug. You know, she'll stop on the way in to get daddy's favorite candy. <laughs> she'll get daddy donuts. She'll get daddy his Pellegrino water. Uh-huh. You know, she to pl- come in the bed and cuddle with you. She plays. You guys fall asleep together. Yes. She, yes. She plays daddy mm-hmm. well. So she knows if she says, daddy, Logan's not treating me right. She knows I'm going to get on his ass because right. she plays daddy well. Mm-hmm. Logan doesn't play daddy like Madison. Right. You know, me and Logan, yeah, we come, we watch the game, we talk about the game, we talk about school, but it's a difference. Well, let me just stop you right there. When I went into the room to play good cop, Logan and I had maybe an hour and a half, two hour conversation. Mm -hmm. And I pointed that out to him. Mm -hmm. I said that there is credibility to the term mama's boy and daddy's girl. I said, because of the difference in the sexes, we respond to each other differently. I said, like, you see the way that you'll come in the bed and you'll lay down next to me while I'm watching TV and I'll play in your curls. Mm -hmm. I said, if Madison comes in the bed and lays next to me, I might rub her back or something like that. But I'm not going to play in her curls. It's a different level of affection because you're a boy And she's a girl. The way that she'll get in the bed and cuddle with daddy and rub his head or, you know, run and go get him something to drink. And daddy, do you need this? Daddy, do you need that? I said, you're not going to do that because you're a boy and he's a boy. So they have that kind of relationship. There's a reason why there are mama's boys and daddy's girls. Mm -hmm. And both of you guys are those things. But it doesn't mean that we love either one of you more than the other. It just means that the way that we display our love and show our love is different. Right. So, and that came from him saying, well, I think that daddy loves Madison more than me. Mm -hmm. And I said, no, that's not what it is at all. I said, do you think that if daddy loved Madison or any of the other kids more than you, that he would do this or that? And I gave him a dozen examples. And he said, no, I guess you're right. I said, you're all different children. Mm-hmm. We love you all equally, but differently because you're different humans. Right. So everything can't be the same. It can't be mirror images of one another. Do you understand that? And he said, yeah, I understand. And then he acknowledged, he said, you know what? I don't really believe that. I think that I'm just speaking out of anger. Mm -hmm. And a lot of the things that I've said during this conversation is out of anger. And something else that he said that spoke to what you just spoke about previously is that he was upset that, just like you said, you jumped and took Madison's side before you even heard his side. And he said, you know, I came into the room on the defensive. 
from mm-hmm. the beginning. Right. And I said, well, explain what you mean. He said, whenever someone tells us, he said, mom, like, let's say like when we were kids and let's say one of us hit the other. It's like both of us are racing to get to you and daddy first to tell first, because whoever tells their side first gets immediate sympathy. And then the person that responds to that winds up having to defend themselves. Mm -hmm. So he said, I came into the room on the defensive because Madison already had the jump on the on what took place and already had you guys' sympathy. So when I came in, daddy just pretty much was all over me and attacked me. Mm -hmm. And I said, yeah, that's true. Before we even got to hear your side. And I said, well, there's a reason for that too, because what Madison accused you of is something that we've seen you do. Right. So it was so easy to believe what she said. I said, I'm not going to lie. I believed her. Mm-hmm. I knew that I wanted to hear your side of the story, but I believe that at the end of it all, I probably was going to, you know, take her version of events over yours. I said, but at the very least, you should have been given the opportunity to express yourself and then we should have made that decision. Absolutely. But um, without, you know, dragging the story out, I did point out to him things that I didn't like that he did during the course of. Um, the interaction with the four of us, Mm -hmm. you know, I didn't like um, his overall demeanor, but I understand that he was probably like that because he was put off from the moment that he walked in the room. So my point was that everything was understandable. You know, I could understand why you acted the way that you acted, Mm -hmm. didn't make it right. I can understand why he reacted the way that he reacted, didn't make it right. I understood why Madison told the story the way that she told the story, because that was her interpretation from her point of view. Correct. And that's the thing. You know, there's a lot to be said about, you know, there's three sides of a story, your side, my side and the truth. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever you're the recipient of some kind of behavior from another person in a situation, nine times out of ten, you feel as though you've been wronged. Right. But. The other person is receiving whatever behavior that you're exhibiting and they feel as though they've been wronged. Mm -hmm. So we really, whenever, you know, we're in a position to judge or to take a side or to hear somebody out, we really have to hear all sides and you kind of have to play devil's advocate. You have to throw out a whole lot of benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. and you have to be open minded to what might have really happened. Absolutely. And I at the end of it, truth be told, I understood why both of them did what they did and why both of them reacted the way that they reacted. So it wasn't really a situation where anybody should have gotten in trouble. We just needed to have a conversation to sift through all what was going wrong in their relationship that caused the problem. Absolutely. And I, I would say this though, and I know uh, my baby's voice is hurting, so I know that just took a lot of out of her. <laughs> but I would just say this: that okay, wait, did you see that wimpy little laugh? I couldn't even. <laughs> no, even when you just did it, you was like, Phew. <laughs> you know. And I was gonna say, I'm gonna um, take this swig of hot chocolate right yeah, now. Go ahead, baby. Go ahead. And I was gonna say that you know when it comes to it, I would say the the the, the big thing that I, I really respect you is, and I had to learn is <sighs> when you talk to our kids, you play. Good cop, bad cop, and then you play, uh, what's in the middle of good cop and bad cop? I don't know. (laughs) Whatever. Whatever. Like, you you play both sides of the fence, and then you mend the relationship. And I had to learn that from you. You know, because a lot of times when when our kids were, were younger, and they would be mad at you for some reason, I would hear what they have to say, and then I would tell them what I thought, and then I would just leave it at that. Like, all right, fuck it. 
I just what? really would. Like if they did something wrong, I would tell them what my opinion was, right? Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't tell them my opinion where I, it was. You said all, if they were mad at me, if they were mad at you, something. And oh, let's okay. say they came to me and was like, "I'm mad at mommy for this, that, and the other, yada, yada, uh-huh. yada." And I would tell them my opinion, like, "Well, I think this, that, and the other," mm-hmm. and then I would leave it at that. You know, I would just tell them. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't necessarily try to mend the situation. Oh, uh huh. You understand? Right. Mm-hmm. Like almost like, and it's gonna sound so foul and so fucked up, but I've sound foul and fucked up before. <laughs> almost like, well, you mad at mom? Fuck it, they ain't mad at me. <laughs> You know something, and I know you're told you're gonna lo- 100% you're gonna love truth me a little bit more when you say that. Yes, because, yeah, that is your personality. I, I, de- I definitely was going to do that. Basically, no, let's tell the truth, truth. Like, oh, you're mad at mommy? That makes me look better. Yes. Yes. That- not even, well, you're not mad at me. No, it's, well, it makes me look better. No, so but now that- I, I kind of tip the scale on the favorite on the favorite board. No, I, I pretty much, that's what I was. I was like, well, you, you mad at mommy? so horrible. I was like, come in. We'll and give I, me- I knew that about you, well, too. Give me, well, give me a hug. <laughs> Come give me a hug. Mommy's all mean and nasty. But <laughs> you didn't deserve you that. Didn't, you didn't deserve that. Mommy should have yelled at you like that. She sent you to your room. I'm gonna sneak you some you grapes. You should have came and told me first. <laughs> Shame but, on you. But you know, honestly, you, you know, you mend it, and I and I really respect that because what you do is, yeah, you play the good cop and the bad cop, and we sit there and we talk. But you also hold on a second. You also. Come in. You also allow it to come together. Today's episode is also brought to you by the Karma Project. There are 37 million vehicles that have been recalled so far for having a deadly Takata airbag. You can do something good by alerting your friends and family about this critical recall and earn serious rewards for doing it. Now, uh, just imagine, you know, a friend driving a car and they could actually get hurt. Well, we're asking that you actually recommend people and you will be rewarded for every friend and family member who gets an eligible vehicle fixed and for sharing messages about the recall on social media. Eligible vehicles that you help to get fixed earn as much as $55 in gift cards. Wow. Join the Karma Project and help get these deadly recall Takata airbags off the roads. Now, go to joinkarma.com slash Casey Crew. That's join, J-O-I-N-C-A-R-M-A dot com slash Casey Crew. Joinkarma.com slash Casey Crew. Come here, Logan. How'd you get home so quick? Come here, Logan. Rashawn, has that been 15 minutes? Yeah, it was 15 oh minutes. My, Come on inside, just, Logan. I just had you on the phone. Now, we're here with Logan. And Logan, I was just telling... must have been speeding. No, she doesn't speed. Now, Logan, I was telling everybody that I apologized to you for the way I treated you the other day. And we talked about uh, apologizing to people, right? Hold and on come a little closer. How come you didn't tell me that daddy apologized? Because you tell me everything else in the world. Because daddy apologized... And you didn't come to me and say, Mom, guess what? You tell me about friggin' Fortnite. You tell me about your new gaming system. You tell me about all this nonsense. You tell me about the money that you couldn't get from your Twitch. That you didn't give your, me? That's through, exactly why I didn't tell you. Through your you PayPal didn't give it to me. and everything. But you didn't tell me Daddy apologized? That's a big deal. But it, it's it's a father to son and to sister thing. Okay. You, oh, oh, so I was just excluded? Yep. You were excluded. Even though I'm the one that put that whole thing together? Yep. You weren't there. So now, so now let me ask. No, so Logan, we we had a thing about apologies, right? And I was mad that you didn't apologize. And I said, when we apologize in this household, we explain why we apologize because it has to come from a good place. We just want to be like, sorry, bitch, and keep it moving. Come we have on, to explain. Sean. What? Like, he never heard me say that. You know, he don't say it in his rap songs when we're not around. Go ahead. He said He's he not don't. allowed to curse. He's not allowed. What now? <laughs> so now I was mad at, at your apology. Why was I mad at the way that you apologized to your sister? Because my apology wasn't sincere. How was your How was your apology? It was sorry. 
That was it. That was it. That was it. Sorry. <laughs> then I said, that's all you're going to say? And then what did you say? Sorry. Madison. Then you said Madison the second time. Mm-hmm. So we had to learn to apologize the right way so people understand what's what's wrong. It's like, when I apologized to you, did I explain why I apologized? Yes. And I said I was sorry for what? You were sorry for not letting me tell my side of the story. Right. And did you believe it when I said I was sorry? Yes. Are you just saying that right now because you don't want to get in trouble? No, I'm not. See? So, Logan, now I'm going to let a few cats out of the bag. So while we were in the room and we were talking, because how long were we talking when I came in to talk to you after you got in trouble? 30 minutes, an hour, somewhere. Okay. So when we were talking, you were really, really, really angry. You said you hated me? Daddy. You said you hated me? I didn't me? say that. He said that. No, he <laughs> Did definitely. Did you say you hated me? No, he definitely oh, didn't he, he use the that? word hate. Oh. He's not even allowed to use the word hate. Oh, hate, hate and stupid are banned from this household unless I'm joking with you, baby, and I call you stupid. But aside from that, Great. we're not allowed to we're not used to, allowed to use the word fat, hate, and stupid. And idiot. Right? I use the word idiot. Around me? All the time. <laughs> you what do you mean you, you use the word idiot around me? You shouldn't me? call your mom an idiot. Right? I don't call my mom an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> London's like, you're an idiot all the time. But anyway, but you're not really allowed to use those words, right? Uh-huh. Am I happy when you use the word idiot? No. Okay. So he didn't use the word hate, but you were really, really angry at daddy, right? Very angry. Okay. Do you feel the same way now? No. Okay. Did I make you feel... Are you, wait, are you just saying that because I'm here? No, no, no. I feel You can better. tell by the, the, the look on his better. face. You feel better now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Why do you feel better? Because he apologized and he knew where he went wrong and you explained where I went wrong. Mm-hmm. And things that we could do better next time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So you're happy now? Yes. Okay. I'd be happy if you gave me all my money for my gaming, but... <laughs> so you don't have a voodoo a voodoo doll with little pins in it with daddy's no, head on it no. you sure? <laughs> all right sweetie pie Bye get guys. out of here love you later i'll see you in a second yeah. uh, i love that boy huh no no you tell the test you bomb later afterwards love you close the door tight nah, love that boy <laughs> crazy anyway what i just that want- was Serious forgiveness. Yeah. That's a very big difference than how he felt in the room. That I mean, day. I explained why I was wrong. I explained to him mm-hmm. what I thought. And, and I told him also that, you know. The difference with you and him is that it was a genuine apology. When you apologize. I, gen- it was a, I, I genuinely apologize. That's what I'm saying. Oh. It was a genuine apology, which is different than the apology he gave Madison when right. we wrapped up the whole um, argument that day. But that was the whole thing. I just wanted him to really understand and really get that and. Anyway, but he understands, and that's the whole thing with this house. We make sure when we apologize, if we do something wrong, we explain it. We don't have to be in each other's necks. We don't have to be nasty, but we explain it so that everybody is, they feel okay after it. Yeah, and mending it is important. You know, Mm -hmm. with that whole situation, I really wanted to take the time so that he could understand why everything unraveled the way that it unraveled. Mm-hmm. You know, I wasn't, I didn't feel like, all right, well, you're mad at dad, so whatever. No, I didn't want him to be mad at you. Correct. For me, just in this world, period, everything is about having a greater understanding. Mm-hmm. You know, once you can understand certain things and understand people's intention, that unlocks the door to... um openness and uh, mindfulness absolutely and um it it creates better relationships absolutely so that's what my goal was so i'm glad that you guys are all fixed absolutely and i I appreciate you for that Mm -hmm. support for today's episode also comes from lisa 
Now, resolve to rest this new year. A quality night's sleep helps you recover from distractions faster, prevents burnout, and makes better decisions, improves your memory, and overall makes fewer mistakes. It's not marketing, it's science to design a better mattress. Now, Lisa leveraged over 30 years of experience and hundreds of hours of testing to develop the perfect mattress for all body shapes and sleeping styles. Now, I'm not gonna lie, I have a Lisa mattress at work and we have it here at the house as well. And when I sleep on my Lisa mattress, Mm, it's amazing. Now, start 2019 well-rested. Get $160 off a Lisa mattress at lisa.com slash kccrew and use promo code kccrew at checkout. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash kccrew, promo code kccrew, and it comes in a box. It ships well. It's just the perfect mattress. Like I said, I use it at work and we use it here. Toyota isn't just a car company. And the new podcast, Toyota Untold, isn't just about cars. It's about mobility. It's about helping people move physically, socially, and emotionally. It's about respect for people and continuous improvement. In Toyota Untold, you'll hear behind-the-scenes stories about how a son's love for his mother led to Toyota's unlikely origin as an automated loom company. Why and how a Toyota Tundra was used to tow a space shuttle through the streets of L.A.? From advanced technology to the Olympics, space shuttles to natural disasters, discover how Toyota's rethinking mobility in the brand new podcast, Toyota Untold. Definitely check it out, all right? You can find Toyota Untold right now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you listen to podcasts. Now, um, let's get to email of the week. All righty. All right. Does everyone need a whole face? <laughs> hey, Gia. Hey, any. She didn't even put NVA, any. I have a question. If you use uh, uh, if you use this for the podcast, please don't use my name. Okay. Did I use her name? No, I didn't. Uh, I want to first say I love your podcast and banter. It's hilarious. Nice to hear your perspective on life and relationships. Thank you. My boyfriend and I have been together for almost nine years since age 15. We are getting mm-hmm. to the stage in our relationship where he will be proposing soon. Oh, you just know he's going to be proposing, huh? <laughs> However, I'm starting to freak out knowing that we will be... Uh, the only person that he will be the only person I've had sex with for my entire life. Mm-hmm. He has had sex with one other person before me. However, we have a good sex life, but I can't help but wonder because I've never experienced anything else. Gia, I know that DJ Envy is your only partner and I wanted to know if these, these concerns are normal or is it a sign that I'm not truly satisfied? DJ Envy, uh, did you have these feelings at all when you were getting ready to propose to Gia? I'm afraid we'll get older and the feelings will come back and be stronger. We briefly talked about it, and uh, my boyfriend says that it doesn't cross his mind, but I don't believe it. I guess what I'm trying to say is whole phase. Necessary <laughs> for me to be content on not having wondering thoughts. What do you think? Love you guys both. This is a great question because I wondered about this with you sometimes. Oh. I've never talked about it. You never talked to me about it. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, I'm the only person you ever been with. Right. Um, but like anything. Correct. So the only... So for... Anyone that doesn't know or hasn't heard the podcast before, um, the most I've ever done with another boy, which was right before you, Uh was he went up my shirt. All right, enough. With his hand. Okay. (laughs) So that was the furthest that I had gone (laughs) before you. Correct. So, and I thought that was a big deal. It took him three months to go up my shirt. So there you have it. So, (laughs) so, I mean, that's a perfect question for you. Um, you know, with me being the only person that you had sex with, 
Do you ever think about having sex with other people? And do you think people should have a whole phase? Um, do I ever think about having sex with other people? Like, and not like, oh, yeah, I wish I had sex with Billy. No, I'm talking about like, you know, do you ever think about, damn, you know, how would sex be with another person? You know? Okay. So to be honest with you, mm-hmm. for several years, no, mm-hmm. I didn't think about being with another man sexually. Mm-hmm. So just for a little bit of a history, we've been together since we were, well, I was 15 and you were 16 Mm -hmm. and we got married when I was 22 and he was 23. Mm -hmm. So during that time, no prior to the wedding. No. Um, there were times where it crossed my mind not to actually do it per se, but as a curiosity, but mm-hmm. in hindsight, I realized that those times of me even thinking about it mm-hmm. was a private way of me lashing out because those times only occurred when I was upset with you gotcha, or when something wasn't right in our relationship. So I would take those opportunities to spite you, even though it was only me and me. <laughs> In the scenario, but I would take those times to say like, well, maybe I should, or how would he like it if, or think about it. But it was more a curiosity and it was more a form of vengeance, even though it never happened. So you never thought about if that makes sense. Yeah. So you never thought about maybe if I slept with a guy and his penis was smaller, or the guy's penis was smaller, or if I slept with a guy and his tongue was faster, or you never thought about that. Or if he was a bigger guy or a smaller guy, or, you know, now when if he you was heavier say, or lighter or, you know, or now I don't really understand your question, actually. Like, you know, have you ever thought about being, you know, I'm sure everybody that has sex has sex in different ways. Of course. Right. Or, or, you know, they have oral a different style differently, a different style. A different so if you have style. said, you know what, I, you know, I wonder if I met another guy, if he was better, you know, or if he did it this way <laughs> or. So I didn't like let that me laugh. tell you, I didn't like that. Laugh. When I was 19, mm-hmm. I remember this like it was yesterday. It's one of those memories that kind of stand out to me. When uh-huh. I was 19, we were in college uh-huh. and I was in my apartment on Hampton Boulevard. My mother came down to visit and she was staying with me for about three or four days. And she said to me, uh-huh. and I think I might have mentioned this in a previous podcast, maybe two years ago. Uh-huh. But she said to me, so Gia, Rashawn is the only person you've ever been with. And I said, yes. Uh-huh. And she said... You know, he's talking about marriage. His mother talked to me about, you know, the two of you guys getting married. Mm -hmm. Clearly, he spoke to his mom about it. And I'm sure you guys have talked about it. And I said, yeah, I mean, that's always been the plan since we've been together for maybe two months. Mm -hmm. He's been talking about marriage. And she said, "Mm hmm. She said, so I love him. But you've never thought about maybe being with somebody else. And I said, being with somebody else, how? That tells me your mom had a whole face, but go ahead. <laughs> she said, sexually. And I said, no. And she said, do you think that maybe it's something you should consider? I said, cheating? She said, no, not necessarily cheating, but maybe a break or whatever. Like, 
you guys have been together since you were a kid. Right. And then to go through high school, to go through college, and then to get married with no other experience, how do you even know that you that you like it? Right. And I said, well, mom, if it's not broke, it doesn't need fixing. Mm-hmm. Why would I have to venture out if I'm happy with the way that things are? Right. She said, but you don't really have a reference point for happiness if True. you've never experienced anything else. Right. Like if you've spent your whole life eating hamburgers and you have no idea what a steak tastes like, you have no idea what you're missing. And I said, well, that might be true, but if I like me a hamburger, then I like me a hamburger. Right. And I said, but who knows? I might be munching on a steak and everything else might be a hamburger. I said, I don't feel as though that I need to know because for me, sex isn't just about the physical aspect about it. Mm -hmm. It's more about the love. Gotcha. And I said, I feel something more than just, you know, physical pleasure. Mm Mm-hmm. When we're intimate, like I feel love. Right. And that is enough for me. That makes me happy and I'm satisfied. And she said, okay, but I wouldn't be doing my motherly duties if I didn't ask you that question. So, like I said before, there are times after that where I've been upset with you and bad thoughts (laughs) would come through my mind. But. At this stage, at a woman about to be 40 Mm -hmm. um, and being in the same situation, no, I don't feel as though I've missed out on anything. And I don't feel as though there's anything else that I need to experience. When you spend that many years with somebody, I feel as though you damn near exhaust every sexual experience that there is. Not to say that, you know, you don't always have something to learn. You know, we want to look into Tantra and things along those lines now. We planned on doing it about a year ago and never did. Right. Rashawn bought a book and I planned on skimming through it and just haven't had the opportunity. But I said for the new year, I do kind of want to look into it because maybe there's a whole thing. Absolutely. That can be unveiled that we haven't even tapped into. But as far as what the masses look at as sex and what most people experience, I think that we've pretty much run the gamut, you know, and right. Yes. People have different styles and someone else might open you up to something that you've had no knowledge of before. But for me, I don't think that it's necessary for you. I don't think that it's necessary because sex while it's a spiritual, uh, a sexual act and uh-huh. a physical act, mm-hmm. I think that it's more of a spiritual act and a um, an act of love. And that's more so what you should be tapping into. That's the reason why I feel as though we're made to have sex. And that's why I personally um, never thought that it was my prerogative to have sex with multiple people or anything like that. Because I feel as though God made us to express love in that way. And that's why so much pleasure comes along with it. It's kind of like the pinnacle of love. Um, So to just have that with anybody, it's just a physical act. And then you're missing out on what makes it so complete and so raw and so amazing. So if you're 
with someone that you plan on marrying and spending the rest of your life with, Mm -hmm. hopefully it's for the right reasons. If you just tap into the love, I don't feel as though you'll miss out on anything. I don't feel as though I have. Right. You know what? And I take huge pride and I love the fact that I can say that my wife has only been with anybody but me. You know, I, I take huge pride in the fact that knowing that, you know, my penis was the only one that went in her, you know, Oh, okay. You know, same. It, did, it didn't have to be that. Graphic, same way you're though. gripping the mic. It's like my penis is the only one that yeah, you grip it like that. It doesn't. Yeah, so I take huge really pride in, and I love the fact that that is. And I'm very happy and excited and, and it makes me proud and it makes me feel a different way. But let me throw a curveball. Okay. You have a son. Mm-hmm. You have a daughter. Uh huh. Now, what do you tell your son and daughter? Do you tell your son and daughter, maybe you should play the field a little bit like your mother did? (laughs) Or do you say, hey, if you find that right person, you stay with that right person? What do you what do you suggest? I don't think that it's about playing the field. I believe that life takes you down different routes Mm -hmm. and. Things get unveiled along your route. So if your life dictates that you will be with multiple people then you will be with multiple. I don't believe that any way is the right way. Mm -hmm. I believe that we live our lives and whatever actions are right and appropriate in those particular times, that is what you do. Madison may fall in love with somebody in a year or two and may want to be intimate with him. And if that's her first great if that's her first and last great if they break up and she falls in love three more times four more times whatever it's whatever is appropriate for her Mm -hmm. in those moments and as long as she's acting with good intentions and responsibly then that will be her story and that's the same thing for logan my story just happens to be this but it doesn't mean that it is the right story or the best story it is just a story. Absolutely. So, you know, if I didn't meet you, I might have fallen in love with somebody and he might have been a jerk and it might not have worked out. And I might have fallen in love several times along the way. And I might have, you know, God knows how many people under my belt. Right. That is just life. So this is how my life unveiled. OK, I respect that. And, you know, what? I agree with you. I, You know, I would I would tell that that girl and, you know, even though that you might think about it, I'm sure thinking about it is not a problem, but. You know, think about it like this. Is you having sex with somebody else worth losing that relationship? You know? Mm-hmm. And and if your answer is no, it's not worth it, then nah, let it go. Like, yeah. you know, you, you, you know, people always joke, I'm in my whole phase. I'm in my whole phase. Yeah, that's funny and that's cool. But like you said, and, and, I, and I think you said it perfectly, everybody has their own destiny. Everybody has their own way of life. Everybody's relationship and the way that things go is all different. And, you know, if you're satisfied, you're happy, you're talking marriage, no, you don't need a damn whole phase, in my opinion. And the whole, like, whole phase, man, that's no good. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care how you look at it. I don't hear, care how you cut it, in my opinion. Like, there's nothing good or positive or productive that comes from being a hoe. All right. Period. I I believe that you're saying it as a joke. I think that you mean, you know, to just get out there and maybe have different relationships and experience Mm -hmm. other men. And I do think that, you know, there's something to that as well. But being a hoe, like, 
when someone says ho or slut or whore, I'm thinking about a person that doesn't have much value mm-hmm. to themselves. Other people may value you, value you, you may value, you may be valuable, but you don't value yourself. Right. And you just give it away to anyone that seems like they might be fun for the time being. And there's nothing to be proud of for doing that. Right. Like that's not um, something that should really be upholded. I, in my opinion, our bodies are treasures and I don't mean just women, men's bodies are treasures as well. I look at sex as something special Mm -hmm. and not to just be given out to anybody. I feel as though there should be a relationship and there should be feelings there. I mean, it would be great if there was love and caring. There should be something substantial behind a person sharing their body with another body in that form. So, but that's just my opinion. You know, there are people that have a lot of fun having one night stands and whatnot. To me, it's dangerous Uh and it can be reckless. Um, And I have a lot of other thoughts about that, but that's not really what this topic is about. So, you know, I don't I don't really like the idea ho phase. Right. I think that there is something to experiencing different relationships, Mm -hmm. maybe several of them as you go through life and um, maybe being intimate if it's called for or if that's what you feel and whatnot. But. To just be with anybody with no relationship, no feelings, just empty, just for the sexual and physical pleasure of it. I don't I don't stand behind. I get it. And I I totally agree with you. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Well, I hope we answered your question. And now my baby's over here dying. Her throat hurts and she could barely fucking talk. (laughs) She's trying her hardest. Well. I just want to say thank you guys again, everybody that's going to the podcast tomorrow. We can't wait to see you guys. And don't forget, we are doing another podcast, which is open to everybody. It's not a limited amount of tickets, but it will sell out. Okay, Mm -hmm. it's February 18th. If you want to find out information, go to Ticketmaster.com and get your tickets. It's February 18th. We do it every year during February. It's our little Valentine's Day special we spend with you guys. February 18th. Get your tickets now. They're on sale. Ticketmaster.com. It's at Sony Hall in New York City. Very nice and And sexy. And everyone will be seated. That's right. So we'll see you guys on February 18th and we'll see you guys next week. And also shout to everybody that's coming out to our uh, real estate seminar now if you don't know about it you know we do a real estate seminar every couple of months we just talk about us investing in real estate we own 19 units now in jersey we own two in detroit and that's what the future is for us as far as other streams of income and we believe in having having as many streams of income as possible you know it's tough out there you know with the government shut down and everything that's going on you just want to make sure that you can you know support your family so you know Gee and I we do everything if it's you know if it's DJ and if it's hosting parties if it's podcasts if it's uh, you know real estate we try to make sure so this is something that you can go and you can learn about getting into the real estate business you know and even if you don't go if you don't want to go to the seminar you're going to be at the seminar. There's going to be people that are talking from agents to, you know, um, people that can give you loans, lenders, hard money lenders. If you don't know what that is, or you learn about that, learn how to get the properties, how to invest construction loans, you know, how to go, how much money you need to put down, how much money you need to start. And even if you can't go to the seminar, which I recommend, even if it's not my seminar, go to a seminar, you know, get a book, you know, 
read up on real estate, you know, uh, look online, you know, go to Trulia, go to Zillow, go to Realtor.com. Look at real uh, uh, houses and things like that on your own. Gee and I do it all the time and we just try to get a feel so we know what we're doing. So just do that and we'll see you guys next week. All right. Sounds good. All right. Now next week I'll tell you guys what I got gear for her birthday too. So it should be a lot of fun. <laughs> all right. Wait, next week. Well, I'll tell no. you, I'll tell you some of the stuff. But I don't understand. My birthday is on Friday of next week. Right. So this comes out on Wednesday. So how can you tell them anything? You'll, uh, you'll see. You'll understand next week. <laughs> okay all right well we'll see you guys next week i'm dj envy and i am kia casey and that was another edition of the casey crew toodles 